All right. those trifling hoes. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. Did, you, did you say all those trifling hoes? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You did, did you? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Um, everybody, wake, welcome to a great episode of Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but, but your family, family to, to us. us. Hey. Hey. So, I'm your host, <laughs> J.H., and I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. Co-host, Daily Dose of Brandy. And your repeat offender, Janet Way. Hey, guys. Janet in the house. Woo woo. Right. So I'm a, I'm a repeat offender too. Yes, you right. are. <laughs> <laughs> so every everybody everybody who recognizes this man's voice, this man is also a film. He's a film legend. Okay. Um, in my favorite movie, he, um, you know, from Natural Born Killers to Private Ryan. Everybody, I would like to introduce you to. Mr. Tom Sizemore. Yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome. 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 Yes. Thank kind you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, nice to be you. here. Yes, thank you. Um, so I'm just going to start out because, you know, I really like this guy. So, okay, so there you Fanboy. go. Fanboy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to keep it like it, like it normally is, um, and hopefully he can uh, go along with me with this here, but I'm going to keep it like that to get it to paranormal. Um my favorite is Natural Born Killers. Jack Spagnetti. That's my favorite. Oh my God! Thank wow. you. Oh my God! <laughs> thank you. That's my favorite. Oh wow! Okay. You should have saw his face right now, guys. Yeah. yeah that's okay. My, that's my favorite one. Yes, I love that. So, with with that being said, so we know what you had to do in the film, mm-hmm. and you had to become a demon in order to beat a demon, so to speak. You know. Exactly. Yeah, and um, throughout the scene, we saw the flashes you, in the you, movie. You 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 figured that out, or you read that somewhere? I, I no, that. no, I just yeah watched that's, it. That's exactly what Oliver. I was directed. Oh, for oh, real? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh, to, that. to catch what you're going after, you have to become what you're going after. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> it. So um, in that, throughout the movie, there are the um, the flashes of... The rear projections. Yes, uh, of your demon and taking over you and stuff like that. So I want to ask you, this is just personal. It, mm-hmm. You know, everyone's hearing it. So um, do you actually believe in these, like, demons and spiritual beings and whatnot? Um... I, I I think that all of us, given the right circumstances, can can um, mm-hmm. can do things that otherwise we would, in normal circumstances, uh, wouldn't do. Wouldn't do. Um, my children, for example, I was just talking to Janet about a situation with one of her kids. If, <coughs> if someone were to, you know, discipline my child. Yeah. Um, I might go paranormal. Right, <laughs> 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 right. Beat the right. shit out of them. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. 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 In, in which case, and I'm not really a violent person like that. Right, right, right. Understand. So I think we all have, um, we have, I think most people, right. in my experience, have, have um, are many faceted and uh, can be vicious right. as, as yes. well as loving. Right, right. And and I just kind of want to stay on that because, see, the, the, the whole thing about it was, Things that we talked about in the past, all of these 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 energies and different things. So with this character being there, he made the whole place the prison, which is Mickey Knox, guys. He made the whole party place feel funny. Okay. And once Jack Stagnetti got there, yeah, he felt the same thing. So he had already became his came came one with his 
you know, demons. His demons. Yeah. Oh, and wow. so I, by both of these two individuals, right along with Mallory and the, actually, I believe he's the anti Antichrist, which is Owen, that's where the whole place erupts. That's exactly right. Oh. <laughs> that's exactly, that's, a, that's, that's the formula. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, Owen was, um, who never talks, you just see him, he's sitting in the cafeteria, yes. and you see him, and he's an inmate, and uh, he's, he's, uh, he's Lucifer. There you go. Oh, wow. my gosh. There you go. So I, yeah. I want to ask wow. Mr. Sizemore, what was it like working on that movie? Um, well, it was my first um, lead in a, a – um, sorry, Janet. No, oh, my God. I, I, was, I was, my, It was my first um, leading role in a, 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 um, a substantial movie. And um, at the time, <clears throat> Oliver Stone I – mean, the movie business has changed so much. At, the, at, at that time, Oliver Stone was probably the most uh, – Revered filmmaker, he Scorsese is Spielberg, right? Um, who I actually worked with the other two too. I, I was fortunate, but it was Oliver who um, gave me my first job ever. We born on the Fourth of July. I had a small part in that, mm -hmm. which led to Natural Born Killers. And um, when I when I went in to meet with him for the part, um, it was, it was, if you have time, it was um, no, no, we I, have all the um, time. I'd heard he was going to cast um, Michael Madsen in, in the part of uh, Mickey. Okay, and uh, Michael was my was my buddy then. Um, <clears throat> we're not so close now, but um, we were really close back then. And um, I, I thought I was, um, um, I thought it was better than he was. Anyway, at the time, Oliver, um, there was a place in Los Angeles called the Monkey Bar. Mm. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it was Jack Nicholson's, uh, he, he, he had opened this um, last, it was the last of kind of like the Hollywood uh, eateries that were, were the famous would come together almost every night. And um, <clears throat> so I, I knew that he went there all the time. So I went there mm -hmm. and I learned that, um, I learned the, um, I had the script and I learned the, um, I didn't even know he was thinking about me for Skagnetti. I, I learned okay. the, I didn't know this yet. Okay. I learned the scene between he and Robert <coughs> Downey and when he, um, he goes, shit, man, uh, shit, it ends with uh, shit, man, I'm a natural born killer, you know. Right. And a species and another species and that long, I learned mm -hmm. that whole thing. And I got in. The, I got into the, the the club, and um, I saw Oliver, and I went over, and he was paying his ticket. He was getting ready to leave. I went. I just started doing it, and right. he and he said, uh, "Tom, stop, stop, stop. What are you, what are you doing?" And I said, "Oliver, you, you tell me. Let, let me do this. Let me do this." And I followed him outside, and I kept doing these lines at the beginning, that opening speech, and he finally stopped, and he went, "Stop it. Just stop. Come to my office tomorrow at two o'clock." Whoa. <clears throat> wow. Um. And I was, um, at the time, I was dating a, oh, I can't say, I'm not going to say who I was dating. She's really a famous person. Right. <clears throat> um, and um, she thought it was crazy, but it, it had worked. So I went there the next day at 2 o'clock, and mm -hmm. um, I, um, at the time, um, Risa Brayman cast his movies, and her assistant was Mary Vernou. Mary, mm -hmm. Mary Vernou now casts, is the biggest casting director probably in Hollywood history. And she showed me in Oliver's office. He was sitting there, and he said, uh, um, just get it out of your mind. You're not going to play Mickey. You're not playing Mickey. Um, um, Mel Gibson's going to play Mickey. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and I, I said, Mel Gibson? I thought it was Michael Madsen. <clears throat> he said, Michael doesn't know yet. He had offered it to Michael, but I'm replacing him because Warner Brothers has said that they'll, gi they'll give me an extra, uh, I think it was $11 million if he cast Mel Gibson, Tom Cruise, um, it was like five people and then Woody Harrelson. Right. That was the group. Wow. And um, and he Good said, and you're, and you're not, and you're not one of those. So, <laughs> oh. um, 
I said, you're really going to replace him with, with Mel Gibson? And he said, yeah. He said, well, what do you, what do you think about Jack Scagnetti? And I said, well, I, I really haven't thought about it. <clears throat> and um, he said, well, why don't you think about it? Why don't you come back here at, f at five, or no, six, when I'm leaving, and we'll talk about it. I said, you want me to read? And he said, no, just come back at six. So I came back at six, and uh, he, he was ready to leave, and um, I went to his office, and he said, hey, let's go, let's, let's, um, let's take off. And uh, we were walking to his car, and he said, so how do you think he walks? And I went, oh, come on, Oliver. Anyway, it turned into like this extended right. audition. I got in his car, we drove to this place to eat, uh, the Ivy at the shore, and um, he said, do you think he has change in his pocket and all this stuff? And um, so it was just kind of strange. Oliver's an odd, he's a unique, he's an eccentric person, brilliant, brilliant person. And um, um, he, uh, when it was over, he said, um, it's either Jimmy Woods, Gary Oldman, or you. And I'm making a table, is what he said to me. I'm making a, I'm making a five-legged table. My movie's a five-legged table. Now, I got four legs. I know we're going to be sturdy. Woody? I mean, Mel, he became Woody, um, Tommy Lee Jones, Juliette Lewis, and Robert Downey Jr. Now, my fifth leg, if I cast you, are you going to wobble? Wow. And I went, I didn't follow him at first. I went, what, what now? And he went, it's, it's, a, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Okay, Tom, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, okay? It's a five-legged table. Are you going to wobble and make my table fucked up? I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to fuck up your table. <laughs> he said, no, no, seriously. I, do you think you... And I, and I said, are you asking me if I think I can play this, play Jack Scagnetti? And he said, yes, idiot. <laughs> so he, he was very, he could be abusive. And uh, I said, wow. yeah, I said, yeah, I, I, given enough time, yeah, I, I've been focusing on Mickey, but uh, um, so when I got to the set, now it was 87 days later, we started the movie. And um, the, my first day of shooting was um, I had to kill. Uh, the, the woman in the Hotel. Yeah, in the hotel. You, oh, you know that. Okay. Yeah. My first oh, yeah. 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 He's that a friend boy. First, I'm a fan um, boy. <laughs> my, first, my first day was that I had to kill um, the hooker. Um, I Pinky. wanted to ask you about Pinky. that, too. Like, how did it? How did you get into character to knowing that this is the scene that you, at that point, give into your demon to catch this other big demon? Okay, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it. I don't know if I said it before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna tell you something that's true. I had a drug problem. Um, it's been well documented, unfortunately. At that point, no one knew about it. <clears throat> and uh, when I got cast in the part, I stopped doing coke, and I had 87 days of clean time. <clears throat> and we did the first couple takes, and it didn't. It wasn't working. It just wasn't working. And um, in the scene, Scagnetti's drinking and mm -hmm. um, snorting coke. You recall? Yes. And I just got it in my mind. I don't know if I needed to do it or not, but I had some Coke. I brought some Coke with me and just in case I decided not to do it, started doing it again, whatever. So I switched out the, the, the fake stuff and put the real stuff down there. And I did all, and then in that take, I did that wow. line of Coke. And um, it, 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 for some reason, it, because I knew it was wrong, I guess. It, it, it got me in there. I, I was right, able, right, right. I was able, I was able to then say, "You ever been strangled?" Um, right. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, and yeah. kind of embrace that. Um, you know, he's going to kill her the whole time. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, he's going to when he before he ever sees her, he's going to he's going right. to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. He has decided to kill somebody that day, and right. she unfortunately becomes the person he meets. So, doing that act of. Um, I guess um, to me, which was um, I guess a sinful act, it, it was able to get me into that zone, and I was able to, to do the scene. 
and I didn't continue to do it because I didn't want to get too too uh, intoxicated. But um, yeah, that that's what I had to do to um to to, to get there. Um, right, right. You know, whatever whatever works works. Although I would never suggest that any actor or any person right. do a substance to um to get there. But at the time, um, it's, it's what I. Th- and well, it worked. That's yes. what I thought I needed to do. I mean, I, did I, mean, I understand. I, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just happy that you were able to uh, pull off that. Scene I didn't have to continue to do. I didn't have to continue to do it for the movie, and right. um, and I didn't. But um, for that, and then that, that day, that first day, which was so intense, because I yeah. it was all the way up through yeah. Mickey, right, I'm coming to get you, and right. Was, uh, you had already, pretty, yeah. yeah. That, that's where it's, it started out with um her dancing around, and I mm-hmm. go hey. I'm 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 your protector. I'm Jackson. I'm, yeah. I'm the big bad wolf. You, know, you read my that. book? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, That's um, awesome. <laughs> well, you go to think. Um, <laughs> that, that poor scene, thing. That was her first movie. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh no. But, but, but just the, just the actual stress of having to do that on your first day. But later on, you end up doing a thing about Texas. Remember that in Texas, he's like, I don't, talk, I don't talk like those. I, 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 I don't talk. I don't talk like those assholes. I mean, I meant those other assholes. Assholes, exactly. <laughs> they, man, you got it. You got it. Well, that's funny. You don't seem like you, you don't talk like you're from Texas. Well, I, I, I'm not, I meant those other assholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, with Tommy well, Lee Jones. I gotta say that. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you, you're actually in three of my all-time favorite movies, which is Natural Born Killers. Huh? Devil in a Blue Dress. No. Natural Born Killers. Heat. Heat and Saving Private Ryan. Mm, good movies. Those are three good ones, huh? Great movies, yeah. I'm really fortunate and blessed to have been in those movies. They were all they were all great movies to do, and um, those filmmakers at the time I did them were all in their on their game, all three of them. Dope. Would Oliver, you know, Michael, and uh, Steven Spielberg. You go to think we know, like of course you say it's been well documented, and you still to, to you still are my favorite to this day. All right, so just know that. Let me ask you this here though. Because you knew those people, because I know you, you saw things through a different light. Is there any any truth to like the, the Illuminati conspiracy or people that's running Hollywood, particularly that's are bad? It's absolute one hundred percent unadulterated bullshit. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. That, Thank you. Did you hear that? One hundred percent unadulterated bullshit. Wow. Right. This is a man that was there, guys. Period. Uh, point blank. I was in the inner, 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 inner sanctum. I mean, okay. if there is one, yeah. you know, I mean, with the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the the A-list of the A-list, you okay. know, yeah. Oliver Stone, yeah. Yeah. Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, okay. Al Pacino, and Juliette Lewis, wow. Woody Harrelson, these are all people I worked with wow. that were all superstars, um, and there was never any... Um, so why do why do people <laughs> think that? Why, why, uh, what is it? Um, I, I think that people want to... Um, I think that... A lot of people want to think that there's uh, there's a shortcut or that there's something that 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 people are doing wow. that that is uh, isn't just simple hard work. Huh. Uh, I, I spent thousands of hours in acting class. Um, I went to I have a master's of fine arts. I have a PhD in theater history. Um, I studied acting. Um, you know, I continued to Your study whole acting life, even, yeah. even, a, even after I was an, a successful actor. And it's just simple hard work. It, it, it's 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 like any other field. Um, uh, it's 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 a little bit different insofar as what you're selling is yourself, yeah. And um, you know you're not selling a, a computer; you're selling yourself. So I think people want to imbue it with um, these people that are fortunate enough, or they and they also think that the life that we're, we're living is um, so much different than theirs, and it's not. It's just more money. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> and for some people, myself and one of them, I, the more money I, I made, and I made millions of dollars, um, the more problems they 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 they, they brought mm. me mm-hmm. because of my own uh, my own um, flaws. Okay, uh, but there's there was no um, you know. Uh, yeah, no okay. secret go, go cult. <laughs> yeah, there's no secret cult or nothing like that. Kill, so kill the seven-year-old boy. Know, right? Y'all not like yeah, sacrificing yeah, yeah. people right. in the back room no, before no, the scene. No. There's skull and bones. I mean, I, I went to Yale University briefly, and um, there is a skull and bones fraternity. Yeah, but I've heard of that. The, the things that go on there, I mean, they're just not going on there. The yeah. things that people think are going on there. It, it just oh. happens to be, you know, America's old, old rich, old money. Yeah. Mm. And some of our presidents were... Um, Members. members, members, yeah. yeah. Okay. George Bush, um, B- Bill Clinton, I believe. Uh, yeah. And JFK gave a speech once about secret societies, and he was talking about, I believe, the the Skull and Bones um, coterie in uh, in, in D.C. because they they look out for each other. Yeah. yeah. That fraternity does, and, yeah. and they do. You know, a lot of them are in the halls of power. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, let me ask you this here, and that was a great answer, by the way. All right, and everybody who who follows this man, you, you know his, his situation, his struggle, his everything. And he's he's have enough strength to say, hey, this is what happened. I'm, I fucked up. Whatever. He's not a member? Yeah, I don't think he is. Okay. I don't <laughs> think he is. <laughs> because he can say anything he wants I right know, now. Right? You know, like, yeah. who, who cares about I, what I'm we're a, doing? I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous now. <laughs> I, <had> to, <laughs> I joined the club. I, I tried to join it uh, in 1991. <clears throat> I finally made it made it through there, and I've been three years uh Dope. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yourself Congrats. included? You're a friend of nope. Bill's? Huh? You're a friend of Bill's? Uh, am I a friend of Bill's? Yeah, are you an AA? No, oh, that, that was that, not. That, that, oh, 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 That's an AA uh, speak. Oh, okay, yeah. no. Bill, Bill Wilson started the group. So they nah, could, oh, just call like sip a little bit every now and then. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this here. Um, also, Dreamcatcher. That was a great, great I, I loved doing that movie. Yeah, I loved it, too. I loved what you did. Um, in that particular in that particular alien movie, guys, sci-fi is about it's about us uh, Americans being killed by or being attacked by these aliens. But the true villain, who seemed to be the villain, really wasn't as bad as I. Th- that's my opinion. He wasn't that bad. That's right. Which is, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Morgan Freeman plays this general, and okay. you're the second, mm-hmm. and that he's teaching you, and you're you made us like you instantly because the amount of you know care that you show for the people behind the fence the and you listening to this man speak and you're like man this man is crazy i i, I it's the first time i because i idolize him and he's my and he's my and he's my commander yes he doesn't have any regard for these people that are ill right and, he, and then we have that scene where he goes you know oh and we're pissing in the same latrine right. and and, I, I, and I, i'm like no no i'm not right I, i'm not pissing in the same i don't feel the same way as you feel yeah, you know, yeah. and and your I decided oh, to, I decided to kill him. Yeah, yes. See that. Well, he decides to kill me. Yeah, yeah. You, you turned. Well, we we, we kind of decided to kill each other. Yeah, <laughs> but you had, you had already actually betrayed him though, right? Because you start listening to old buddy from HBO, Tom he, Jane. Yeah, yeah. He got in your ear. Okay. And, well, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. no. Well, I have a paranormal question. What yeah. it was? What? What was the spookiest actor you ever worked with? <laughs> If you can answer that, the spookiest actor, Robert, Robert De Niro, Robert De- oh, Donnie, oh, oh, wow, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Iron Man, yeah, wow. Oh, wow. I, I think he's the most talented actor I worked with. You, oh, See, wow. okay. And let me tell you, when you was talking and you were saying your situation, the first person I thought about 
with Robert Downey Jr. because he was really also a method actor. Mm -hmm. So he would have to get into that character. So whatever that character was into, he had to become that character. Yeah, he was my best friend for a long time. And okay. uh, we did two movies back to back, Heart and Souls and The Natural More Killers. And um, I was his good friend. I'm still his good friend. And um, we both had a similar type of um, mm -hmm. problem, drug abuse. Yeah. Um, I thought I had to do certain things to act that I, I, I think it was just a youthful naivete that I, that I don't need, you know, right. I, you know, to be free and uh, just do whatever I wanted. And uh, that's not the case. Right. There were certain things that I could have done. I, I just, I, I rationalized it. I, I wanted to use drugs. Right. Okay. You know, that was really what, what, what that what was about. down to. Yeah. And I, and I, it was ruining my life, messing up my life. And um, my kids were getting older and I decided I can't do this anymore. And good, I, good for you. I yeah, stopped, I, it took it, it. wasn't easy. It was. It was really hard. But um, I, I mean, I finally did it. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this here. Um, I know Trent's gonna hit you with a paranormal question. I'm just. I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. So, <laughs> so um, I know your situation, everything like that. But what about movies now? Like you're in Houston, Texas. Do like, are you actually doing movies here and everything? I, I just did. A, I just wrapped a movie here called Narco Sub, that had, has gone from a kind of a smallish type movie to I think it's going to be a significant movie. Yeah, we um, have a distribution in Japan yep. and, and um, Asia. It's, it's really, really, it's a terrific movie. And um, what was the other one? That Monstros. I, Monstros, this movie that was um, they were already doing and the, the director of Narcosub and on his experience with me and, and Narc that wrote me a significant role in, um, in what's Monstros? Monstros, <laughs> yeah. Monstros um, right. I play Gabriel. You know, and it's a it's a it's a contemporary look at the Book of Revelations, right? Okay. And um, yeah, I'm work I'm work I'm working again, right? And, um, and that's great. And, and then we did another film, um, um, Vic's film, The Ghost. Yeah, yeah, The Ghost, and uh, and on Netflix and I are talking about a TV show. So yes. um, awesome. Cool. Yep. You got to think. I, I know. Look, this I'm a fanboy still, and this is my shot. You hear this all the time, though, right? Um, Trent and I, we do movies. And we're not actors. Act oh, okay. We're not actors. We're not actors. We film them. We actually film them. Oh, and, really? and I write them. I write yeah. them and he films them. You know, so hopefully one day, God, right, if God's willing, I have enough money, I will, man, I will cast you in a heartbeat. You got something to read? You got, you got a script? Uh, we do have a script, actually. We do have a script. We do have a script. But we don't it. have it on the script. Yeah. Th well, thank you. Thank you. That's uh, so. So you guys heard you. You guys heard that, right? <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So shoots a shot. Exactly. Hollywood's changed so much. It's, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, it's everything's it's streaming. Not, yeah. It's a different. It's a different town. It's yeah. Right. So it, it, what we're so gonna what it's gonna become? I mean, it, it remains to be seen. What's gonna sell? What it's gonna fall into? Oh, okay. I mean, are the studios are the studios passe? It looks like they might be. You know. Oh, okay. So I see you uh, worked on the series Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like working on on Lucifer? Oh, it, it, Tom's a great guy, and um, I know all those people real well. Um, um, but Jerry Bruckheimer produces it, and he, I did Black Hawk Down for him and uh, Enemy of the State. So um, it was it was great. You know, I, I know all those guys real well. Okay. The crew and stuff, and uh, Tom's a great actor. And, uh, okay. Well, we actually did a podcast last week, and we were talking about. Haunted movie sets. I, I mean Tom Ellis. That's what I'm talking about. Who plays Lucifer? That's who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay, right. okay. Yeah. Well, like I was saying, we uh, talked about haunted movie sets, and the theme was that uh, a lot of these movies that dealt with demonic and like Lucifer, they had a curse to go with them. So, was there anything like that on the set of this? 
No. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, well, well, you know, he's talking about like that movie curse that they have for the omen, the yeah. movie omen from the 70s and all those things bad happened to these particular people. Like the poltergeist, the yeah. exorcist. Yeah. yeah. Th- that's true. Those things didn't happen to those people? Yeah, it really did. Yeah, the, the little girl passed away from... Heather O'Rourke. Yeah, she yeah. passed away and um, the stunt man... The, the the stunt coordinator, I think. Stunt coordinator yeah, from stunt the coordinator omen. from yeah. the omen. He his girlfriend really? got decapitated. Got decapitated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's actually it's right there in the IMDb the whole thing, but it's it's huh. multiple things. There there are certain movies that appeared to be What about the Twilight Zone? The uh the John Landis thing. Anything um oh, I've the never J- heard that. Yes, the John Landis thing. That was what was it? But that was Spielberg telling Landis he don't want to mess with him no more because he said that he, he shouldn't have done that shot. He shouldn't have done the shot. Well, I, I'm him. clueless. He killed three people. <laughs> yeah, he killed. Well, three. well, look, we shouldn't say he killed three people. Right. He he was di- the director of a movie. Okay. Uh, and it was a th- it was a trilogy of um, the, of Twilight Zone installments. Right. Um, and Steven Spielberg produced it, and John okay. Landis directed the final one, which was a um, with um, um, what was his name? Um, um, uh, Jennifer. Uh, what's her name? Um, actually, Jennifer Jason Lee's father. Um. um, um I, I, I told you we was going to learn and, and some two, stuff today. I know the, I know the story. Two, two Vietnamese kids, right. the children who um, they hired who were not, not union, Okay. and they hired them so because they, they could use them and not have to... Cheap labor. Cheap labor. Yeah. And then there was a helicopter involved. Oh, and, yes. And the, the guy said, we shouldn't do it. It's too late. It's too early. I mean, um, I'm too, I've been here too long, and it's it's not safe. Yeah. And he said, not only did he, are we going to do it, but you're going to come down another 500 feet to make the shot, and then you know he um, De- decapitated, the decapitated all, all three of them. Mm-hmm. Oh I, my god! I remember gosh. that. I was a kid when that happened. I was watching the news. I and seen they tried Landis oh, for murder. Nice. Yeah. And um, wow. He, and he and he, he was found not guilty. <sighs> but he hasn't really incredible. He hasn't really worked much. He hasn't recovered right. since. Wow. <clears throat> That's crazy. Well, well, he, I see it was that a, as a it kid. was it was negligent. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He, he was negligent. And yeah. Steven Spielberg worked his whole thing and just just Spielberg was a producer. He wasn't there. Right, right. He, he wasn't was, there, but he, he, was, he just disowned him in paperwork, like yeah, saying, he did, know, he did. Friends, yeah, he had to. Yeah, he did, he did, he had to. That goes with not caring what's going on, but getting your shot. Just there's just certain directors. Your there's shot. certain directors. Yeah. I mean, I mean, being a director is is kind of a nutty thing to even try to do. I mean, yeah. being an actor is crazy enough. Yeah, being a, a film director is incredibly difficult and yeah. to navigate that and be. So you you get really the people that do succeed are single minded. Yeah. Right, but you know it can go too far. Like in, yeah. in that case, yeah. he went too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was definitely one that was like, yeah, he was right about the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. That was it. Um, Vic Morrow. Yeah, <laughs> Vic Morrow. That was Victor, the actor. Yeah, Victor yeah, Morrow. That that's was it. Jennifer that's Jason Lee's husband. I mean, uh, father. Father. Okay, so guys, we are sitting here with the great Mr. Tom Size. Okay, so we'll be back in just one, two, three. If you don't know who he is, you're crazy. But anyway, look him up. And by the time you do, we'll be back. It's that time of year, guys. Just in time, Tax Houston. Their services include personal and business taxes, notary, DBA assistance, free consults, virtual, and Zoom consults are available. The best part is you get a $50 referral fee. You also get a $25 discount if you show a digital or physical copy of the flyer and mention the Urban Paranormal Podcast. The address is 9894 Bissonette Street, Suite 387, Houston, Texas 77036. Contact Crystal Terry at 832 494 
1-800-227-4080 for the lowest preparer fees in town. Also, if you would like to get your credit cleaned up, go to financialservices.com. What's up? It's your girl, Sabrina Model, and I am listening to the Urban Paranormal Podcast. What's up, man? It's your big brother, K. Reno, and right now, y'all are checking out Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're laughing. We're having so much fun in the booth right now. So you're just getting back to another episode of um, Urban Paranormal Podcast, right? Hey. There you go. Oh, yeah. And y'all know y'all family does, so I'm not. I'm just going to skip all of that. Um, I just want to say um, we're listening to Mr. Tom Sizemore. Woo-woo. Right. Love right. him. Right. He's, he's actually <laughs> in my top ten as <laughs> far right, as acting. Right, yeah. As right. far as acting. Wow, thank you. Oh, yeah, man. You're, you're gifted. I mean, I know we all have our issues, but you embodied everybody you played, you know. Thank you. And I believed it. I tried to. Yeah, you yeah. weren't you weren't mm, stagnated. You were stagnated once, but you weren't the other characters. You were, yeah, you were great. And Thank you. Uh, I actually have a question. Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead, Mr. Sizemore. What is your your process of getting into a role? Um, well, um, I, I I don't have a set I don't have a set process. What what I, what I, what I what I like what I do um, always is I, I read the material a, a lot. Um, I, I just I read it and read it and read it and read it and read it. I, I don't ever really sit down and learn lines. <clears throat> okay. I, 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 if I have like if I, let's say tomorrow I had to do a scene, mm-hmm. I, I would just read the scene to myself over and over and over and over. And just read it a lot and mm-hmm. um, not 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 trying to drill it. Just reading it and trying to find the values in the scene. Okay. Um, and then when I go in the next day, the first time I ever really do it would be on camera. So I, I don't I don't. I call it being a practice player. You know, there's guys that can, um, you know, can hit the three and, and practice, but when the game, when it, the buzzer goes off, they can't shoot anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I, I try to, I try to, to save it for the, the camera. Okay. Um, but we're getting into the part. I, I, I wait for 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 Seven Pirate Ryan. Um, men in those days didn't exercise like like they do now. Yeah. And I th- I thought the the guy plays a real guy right. Mm-hmm. It's based on a real story, and mm-hmm. it was a real platoon that went out to find the. It wasn't uh, it wasn't Ryan. It was um, I forgot the name of the brothers. It was six of them. Yeah. Um, what guy? So I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to look like a corn. He's from I'm from Indiana. Yeah. And I, so what I did was I I lifted heavy weight for about like two months, lifting a lot of weight, and then I stopped exercising. I got like I was kind of. Not rip, rip, but I was kind of ripped, and then I just stopped exercising, and so I just looked thick. Yeah. Okay. You know, so I, 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 I that one of the ways into a character for me is, is the physical way I, I get into okay. the, how the guy feels in his body. Okay. So if you know, if you don't exercise like those guys in those days, you know, they they worked the cornfields, they worked in the fields and stuff. It made you feel differently than if you you know are working on working at a Nautilus gym and stuff like that. Right. Okay. So um, I try to get to, to 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 do. That's one of the ways I, I get into it, and then um, <clears throat> I let I let the um, I let the other actors kind of lead me. <clears throat> it's just something I learned in um, when I was studying that, that a- a- acting is, a, is should be called reacting. Okay. Um, okay. If you're with a if you're with a you know if you're with a, if you're with Robert Downey Jr. or Robert De Niro or some of the people I've worked with, you, you don't have to worry. They're, they're going to bring it, okay. <clears throat> and I, I let them lead me. 
you play off their vibe. Yeah, I try. I try, I try to. And if right. it, maybe sometimes they're not bringing, they're, they're trying to go off of me, and we'll find it though, and it's unsaid. But I, I, I try and let the other person, the other actor, okay. let me know where to go. So you, you, know, you understand you what I'm saying? Right. Re- gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. It's called the Meisner technique. Okay. The repetitions. You ever heard of that? You know, the, the well, you, not you, I've heard of repetition, but yeah, you, you, the, the Meisner technique. You spend the first year, like say Janet and I were, were to going from the class, and it'd yeah. be one sentence. It'd be like, I went to the store, and she goes, I went to the store, and I say, I went to the store, I went to the store, and you, but you have a th- something in your mind before you start. Like you're you're trying to tell her that you're pregnant or something. She's trying yeah. to tell me she's pregnant. Yeah, and you just use those that's those words, and trying to find your way into communicating oh, and. Wow. and, and Feeling each other and mm-hmm. you know you know what I'm saying. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, feel you. I, I, I believe in that technique. You okay. know? Yeah. Okay. It's wonderful watching him act in real life. Like he'll take his lines, and um or the script and mm-hmm. go off for a forty minutes or something, mm-hmm. and then he'll sit and you know um just say something over and over. But then when he gets on that set and he delivers his part, you have no idea what is coming out of his mouth because it's it's the script. But it's the script Tom Sizemore, right, right, <laughs> and right. it's amazing. I mean, he will either have you rolling or just like your mouth dropped or crying. Like you just, you're just like dumbfounded at how fantastic he works. Right. Yeah, well, it, it's thanks. a blessing to to watch him <laughs> well, in his more, natural majestic habitat. <laughs> well, see, that was the thing when I would watch him because it was what he said right now mm-hmm. about what he did when he was with other actors. It was um, basically a, a boxer punching at it. Yeah. All right. And then he using the boxer's force, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, to, to retrieve the, to, yeah. to send it back to the boxer. It is. That, that's how he. Yeah. I'm a counter puncher. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And then. I act like Floyd Mayweather. Right. Th- th- yes. That's. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's how and then there are times when he's like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling like these people aren't catching my vibe or whatever. And he'll start leading them. It's, right. it's just, it's amazing to watch. Cause he, if he sees that the person that he's working with is struggling, he takes over and leads them to where they need to be. It's just, it's fantastic. Sound like myself. Yeah. Well, it, well, you know, going, going back <laughs> on like paranormal, you know, we talk about, you know, energies mm-hmm, and different yeah, things of that nature. Yeah. Well, like I said, he's a counter puncher, mm-hmm. but see in the scene of Jack Stagnetti when he, killed that woman he was the lead right right and, and he did that you know and he yeah. controlled the whole situation mm-hmm. even with his style and with the actual yeah. physical of the scene you know Ooh. so it, it, again i think that there's uh, a lot to do with the energy yeah what, what the ladies talked about before yeah energies a- so acting is a lot harder than acting well is a lot harder than people might think and every actor has his own his own way of doing it but but it's harder than people think it is yeah i, right. I, th- I think Oh, I definitely I agree with you. I do have a question for you. How old were you when you decided that acting was what you were going to pursue? Um, well, I was born, my mom was 15. I was born, and um, so I, I'm really, real young parents when dad was 16. And um, I was real close to my mother. I was her first child, of course. Oh, she was 15. She was <laughs> 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 really young. She had more before me. So um, she, she loved movies, and... Um, and I, I was with her all the time. And the first movie I remember really loving was Wizard of Oz. Mm. Oh, great and, movie. Um, and um, I just was completely captivated by it. And I asked her if I could be in it. I said, I, I said, what, 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 she was explaining to me. I said, and when this is on, next year when this is on, can I be in it? And she said, what do you mean, Tommy? And I, <laughs> I said, I want to be in it. And she explained to me that they'd done it. And they had done the movie in 1933. And um, 
I didn't under, I said, what do you mean? And she, and she explained to me what a movie was, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, um, that, that when I first started, you know, like I, I said, loving movies. And then as I entered my teenage years, um, I, could, I was really good at doing impressions. I had to do impressions for my mother all the time because um, well, she had, ended up with like 11 kids. So we, we, we lived in Detroit. And um, my, my, my grandfather was African-American. And um, so we, 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 we grew Hmm? I said whoop whoop for yeah. African-American. Yeah. African-American, so I, 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 I grew up around a bunch of African-American people, but I wasn't African-American looking. But my siblings were, and so it was, it was um, for me to, 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 to exist, I had to be either good at sports or funny um, in, the, in, 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 in the projects in public housing. It was called Brewster Place. So I would do these impressions for my mother, and um, I was good at them. And that led me into... Um, Going out for the, the the school play and stuff, and right. um, and then I saw this movie, um, <clears throat> um, Taxi Driver, mm-hmm. and great was, movie. Uh, yep. That was the first time that Talking I, to me. yeah, that I, I more than I, I wanted to know who the guy was, not the actor. I wanted to know who the person was. Not, I know he was Travis Bickle, but who's this guy that's impacting me in in such a profound way? And um, that got me really thinking about it, um, about acting. You okay, Janet? Oh yeah. I'm choking on water. Coronavirus. You sure? You sure it's just water? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, um, That's and then later I, tonight. Then, then, I saw text, <laughs> then I saw The Deer Hunter. And um, it, that movie came out in 1979, I believe. I was a junior in high school. And um, it, the, it was the opening day of the movie, and it was all kinds of people in the movie theater. Uh, in Detroit was, uh, at the time, was still very eclectic. Um, it was black people, white people, rich people, and and then when the movie was over, it was like it felt like it was like twenty minutes before anybody moved, mm-hmm. and that's when I had this feeling like whatever these people are doing up there, that impacted all. The, I want to do that. I got to figure out how to do that. How do I get, become part of that? And right. that led me to um, talking to some counselors in high school about um, you know, theater arts. And that's what you right. know. That's what you do when you go to college, and mm-hmm. uh, and. Th- that that's how how it started. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I got a question. We just had a, a guest on the show, and we were talking about quitting before you make it. So, was there ever a time before okay. you got your big break that you were like, "Hey, this is not working. I, I okay. need to find another." Yeah. Interesting. You should bring that up. I I I, I know some young actors. Um, I believe acting is a calling. If you have a backup plan. You're going to do it um, because uh, unless you're just really, really fortunate, it doesn't happen. Right away. It doesn't happen right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get you're going to get um, rejected. And um, if you if you go to if you move to New York and you're 20 years old, and if, if I'm not if I'm not a Screen Actors Guild union member making X amount of dollars a year by the time I'm 25, I'm going to go to law school. Well, you should go to law school then. Yeah, because you're most likely not going to be. What you want to be by your by twenty five, right? So I didn't have a backup plan. I, I knew intuitively that if I had a backup plan, that I would do it. I was either going to do this or bust. Now that was how I approached it. Mm-hmm. Now that may not be the smartest way to approach it because I'm sure there's been some people that have said it's going to be that way or bust, and it was bust. And then what did they do? I don't, I don't know. And because um, I, I I was able to to get to to to, to you know I, I was. I got the opportunities and I made it. Um, when you get an opportunity to act in front of people that can change your life, mm-hmm. you have to come through. Yeah. Right. 
One hundred percent. You 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 can't fuck up. Excuse me. You 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 no, can't, you, 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 you can't you can't come in there with a your B plus game. Yeah. You have to come in there with your A plus a. plus plus game. Mm-hmm. You have to be LeBron James, and hit when he's in his when he's when he's on, on out of, when he's in his own. Right. Or you're not going to make it. Right. Because there are a lot of people that want to do this that are very talented. Yeah. Right. right. And you can. I know people that were, I believe, better than I was when I was in New York that never got a shot. Hmm. So I mean. You just got when you have an opportunity to act in front of people or be in a movie, you got to bring it. Yep, one hundred percent. Well, how, is there okay? When you had your first, very first opportunity, like you said, you knew other actors that was better than you, which I find that really hard to believe. <laughs> but you know, before you your very first big break, mm-hmm. how did you get turned on to that big break? Did it was it a friend who told you or no? I I I, I um. I moved to New York, and um, the, the, I wanted to go to the. Uh, I wanted to become a member <clears throat> of. There were some theater companies there that seemed to be feeding. At the time, there was a big uh, explosion of New York actors in, in movies. It started with se- right. uh, suddenly seeking uh, Madonna's first movie. Suddenly seeking, mm. uh, desperately seeking Susan. Yeah, yeah. desperately seeking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Rosanna Arquette. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and, then, and the woman who cast the movie, um, Risa Brayman was a teacher at the Ensemble Studio Theater. So I thought I was smart, you know, I mean, I, 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 I made it my business to find out what, okay, these are, this is a casting director and she, she teaches an acting class here in New York. Okay, well she casts movies. Mm-hmm. Let me get into that acting class. Right. So I went to the Ensemble Studio Theater and I spent a year licking envelopes, that's what you do. And then, and then I was in one of her classes and um, you know, I, I, I found, I, I, was, I was really ambitious. Right. And I, I found, uh, I looked for people, I looked around that city and found the people that could affect change in my life if I were to impress them as an actor. Oh, wow. And, um, but you got to have a job. I, mean, I, had to make, I had to make money, too. I don't have any, I don't come from money, you know. I'm, I'm a single mother and, you know, 11 kids, you know, <laughs> no money at all. Right, right. Um, so I had to get a job. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate enough that they had a, there was a place called Great Performances. It was a, it was a, um, it's a catering company. And, um, after you had some time there, you, you could do the, the, the jobs in, at, at night, jobs at, at, at parties. But the, you started out, you'd work in the World Trade Center, uh, God rest its soul, as a you'd be a, um, they would hire on hire in our waiters when they would have the Port Authority executives would were always have them get together. So you, you'd have to be to work there at four o'clock in the morning, and you'd be done by one thirty. Mm-hmm. So you had the rest of the day to hustle. So I I went there and you. To become a member of the Great Performances, you had to be good-looking, in their estimation, and have a union card. And I had gotten my union card as an equity actor working in a, a, an off-Broadway play. So I got a job there, which allowed me then the entire day to do what I just talked about, you know, mm-hmm. hustle and find, you know, find those people that are, you know, doing Wait. Broadway plays and right. uh, movies. So you went the hard way. You went. You you he did the groundwork. The real groundwork. Yeah, just that's the only way there is. Wow. There's no other way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just you hear these actors sometimes say, "Oh, I met this person. They introduced me to this person and stuff like that." I, I don't know any actor like that of any of any oh, ability who's, who's who's done it like that. Oh I don't. wow. I'm wow. Serious, seriously. Oh man. I don't know anyone that maybe someone who does reality TV or some bullshit. Any actors? Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that, and and so that's so basically it's all about doing that groundwork, going find the people you need yeah, to talk and, to and, and, and sell and yourself and, and acting. 
Yes. I mean, and you have to be, you have to act. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I wasn't working, I was in an acting class. Uh, I, I was always acting. Right. From the age of like 19 until so on. 24 when I started to really work. Mm-hmm. And 26, I was, um, 27, I was a star. Um, but I was always in class. You know, it, it's, it's, acting is like anything else. The more you do it, the better yeah. you get at it. You, you, you shoot a thousand free throws a day. You're gonna become a better free throw shooter. You do that every day. Right, right, right. The Kobe Bryant school of uh, how to get better mm-hmm. is just repetition, man. Yeah, yeah. over and thing. over and over and over and over yeah. and over. Even when you're making them, and you're never done. Right. The work's never yeah. done. I was fortunate enough to know God rest his soul, Kobe, a little bit, and there was never a harder working person that I met in my life. Wow. wow. Mm. Well, let me. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, let me ask you this here. So I know now you're back. You're back in front of the screen, mm-hmm. okay? Um, at what point did you decide, you know what, I'm going to go back and I'm going to start, you know, basically uh, getting my skill back together and getting to the top of my game again? What made you decide that? Like, at what point did you? Another baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just keeping it 100, man. Still yeah. Keeping it 100, okay? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's He's a cute little guy, too. Oh, okay. Wow. How old is he? Uh, he's 16 months. Uh, whoa. Yeah, he's our baby, baby. Congratulations. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. That's paranormal. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm almost 50, only 49, and I don't want no more kids. How many kids you got? Only two. No, I have 10. But you, they're, they're you have grown. 10 kids for real? Yeah, but they're grown, yeah. That's paranormal, too. You got 10 kids? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. paranormal. Well, how many women? Oh, three. Three? Mm-hmm. I have four or three. I can't believe you have 10. I know, right? Dude. He's like seeding the world. (laughs) I know, right? So I have a question for Mr. Sizemore. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get near Jay when he sneezes or you're going to get pregnant, guys. Super sperm. Okay. Okay, check this out. So was there ever any point where there was an actor that you were uh, intimidated by and was like, I got to really bring it this time? Yeah, when I met um, Robert De Niro, <coughs> I knew for, you were gonna say him right. <laughs> for, for rehearsals for uh, for um, Heat. Um, I um, no, it wasn't for. I had to meet him in a restaurant. Um, I knew Michael and my man, and um, Bob saw he saw at, at, at Jack Nicholson's house. Sh- Sean Penn was my friend. He saw True Romance and Natural Born Killers in the same night. Um, Jack had screened him at his house. And he's and and uh, Bob said, "Who's this? Who's the guy who's in? Uh, he's in both of them." Yeah, and that was me. Okay. And um, he told Michael um, they hadn't cast Trito yet, so Michael man called me and said, "You know, this happened the right way. I didn't need to bring it up to him. He wants to meet you at, at the Monkey Bar." Yeah. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. so when I sat down with him, <clears throat> I was real nervous. Um, I decided to tell him that I had his poster on my wall. Yeah. When I was fourteen, and that I still had it on my wall until like a year before I moved it to, Cal- to L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just let him know that I, how much I admired him, and it made him, I think, really uncomfortable. Oh, wow. Because, oh, come on, stop. He's doing the impression perfect, guys. I wish I was here to see you. And I said, no, I just want, I just want you to know. Um, and then I can't say enough nice things about the man. Um, he became like a godfather to me, put me in treatment the first time. Um, He's the first guy who knew I had an issue problem and um, flew me in a private jet to uh, Sierra Tucson, 
treatment center after the heat was over and has been my you know cheerleader uh, ever um, since. And there's not a more decent guy in that city. Right. That Probably dope. ever. That was dope. Okay. It was good to have friends. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. To have yeah. I'm not bullshitting you. He's as decent a man as you'll ever meet. Dope. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. Right. He's not in the Illuminati. He's not. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, well, you already it. said it. You already verified it that all that shit is bullshit. On a day it's rated bullshit, it's like Pizzagate. Okay. These fucking Trumpers out there thinking it's a you know pedophile ring or whatever. The fuck, they're out of their fucking minds. Well, well, wow. well, so, so let me ask you. Even, even on the um, the whole ordeal with music, and when they were always saying, "Oh, Katy Perry's this," and all these it's different all people, bullshit, it's man. all fake. Oh wow, it's all bullshit. Wow. It's just straight talent, man. People like you. Right. Okay. If you sell tickets and people buy your, download you, whatever, however the fuck they judge it now, however they keep track. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you're popular, you're popular. Right. Okay. I mean, Jay Z's popular and talented. Right. Right. He married abroad who's talented and popular and beautiful. Yeah. Right. There's no, there's no witchcraft there. Right, right. Okay. It's like the most obvious answer. Yeah, Beyonce's Beyonce, man. <laughs> right. 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 She can dance and sing and bring it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jay Z can produce everything. And cast spells. He's like, and cast spells. Over your dick? <laughs> man, yeah, exactly, right? Definitely exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right. No but disrespect. I'm, I'm sorry about that. No, 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 no. You're, you're good. good. You're good, man. You're good. Um, I think, like this here, um, they. Like it might be like what Trent say, just like entertainment or something. Yeah. Like they make this stuff up or whatever, and just fall in line, or it well, make it sells. I think uh, a lot of them they know that the fans are interested in mm-hmm. stuff like this, so mm-hmm. they they show this imagery on purpose who, who to get it? us talking. Like us, this. us actors. Well, well, not not the actors. Not I guess it's the internet or whoever do these conspiracy. The whoever do ever do these conspiracy theories, they put these things out there. Yeah, the actors don't do any of that shit. Yeah, and, and neither do the executives. That's just fans and, yeah. and, and freaks. Yeah, that's right. what I was saying. Right. What yeah, about actors doing that shit? What about the actors what? don't want to be bothered, man? Oh, right. I know. I know actors. Actors want to act and be left the fuck alone. Yeah. For the most part. Uh, exactly. Oh, I mean, I do. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I mean. I'm courteous with anyone who ever says they like me or I get stopped. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't ever say no to a child. Yeah. Um, I will say no to an adult if you know if someone says I hate to interrupt you. I said then don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you hate it, uh, if, no, I hate, right. if, if I hate something, I don't do it. Right. Yeah. Right. But right. I don't always do that either. I, I'm, I'm usually very very courteous to people. But well, um, you're a human, so sometimes yeah, you're in the mood for that shit. Sometimes you're not. Yeah, but you know you, you got to. Yeah, it comes with the territory. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. They, they are. They're, they're the ones going to the movies and. Yeah. and putting the money in your pocket and making that whole thing happen. So I'm, I'm generally speaking, will always defer to being courteous. Okay. You don't always want to be, but um, right. <laughs> no one's getting together and casting spells on people and shit. There's no such thing as reptilians and stuff like that. People are going blah, blah, blah. That's what people are doing who are singers. Right. Actors are going, pretty 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 get it, That's what we're doing, you know? Okay. It's a simple fucking hard work. Okay. There you, you go. You, you play football. You know, you run this. You 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 run a fucking sweep, a trap. You run that play over and over again. You can run that thing if you're asleep. Okay. And that's what you do as an actor. Hmm. Wow. Cool. Fabulous. I mean, I, I asked him like two different ways, and he said it is bullshit. Hell no. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you, every time. Right. You, so you guys heard it right here. He said, Jay, that shit's bullshit, bro. Absolute, one hundred percent unadulterated bullshit. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, I can't. I mean, the man's like. 
like almost hovering up there with God, and he came down to tell us normal people. You were Gabriel, so you were next to God <laughs> there. Right. There you go after your character. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, guys. Um, Randy, I know you have some more stuff you wanted to do. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I do. I have one more question for I'm, you. I'm comfortable. So it took, take me like an hour to get comfortable. So comfortable do, you <laughs> <laughs> do you feel more comfortable when a fan approaches you and they're just more chill? Or or does it kind of make you feel good when someone comes up and they're like, oh, my God, and, like, they call you out and they're, like, almost um, in, like, a panic uh, mode of, like, starstruck? It, it, it depends. It depends on how I'm feeling. Actually, you know, sometimes it's really, really fun um, and, and, and groovy, and sometimes it's... um. You know, if I'm with my if, if I'm with my old lady and we're not getting along or we're arguing and someone goes, "Oh my God, it's time!" You know, she's gonna make me um, you know, <laughs> it's just not a good idea right then. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, to, to be a to be, to 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 be a door in front of her. Right? I don't know. You know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I generally speaking, I, I always appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Right. right. Someone's taking the, the the, you know, I was a fan and I'm still a fan of people. Um. You brought up so I like Katy Perry a lot. I mean, if I saw Katy Perry, I would, I would, maybe even against my better judgment, go up and tell her, um, yeah, hey, I got to tell you, I just think you're wonderful. You know, right. it's just, it's just, it's just human nature, I think. Right. Yeah. My favorite story is the story about you at the the crawfish place. Oh, that, that girl went berserk. <laughs> yeah. That, that was a little crazy. Though. That was one of my favorite stories. She started crying and shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. She, I ran. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I ran. He did. He, he was like, oh my god, and like covered his face and ran out. <laughs> Wow. It, it would have helped if she'd been prettier, maybe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that always helped. That always wow. helps. That she always was the wrong helped. color, too. Whoa, uh -oh. dang. <laughs> Whoa, my God. Wow. Tom so likes some flavor in his women. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what Help me out here? <laughs> I, 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 I went there and I never came back. But I was right. never, I was never in any place anywhere but over there, really. Right, oh, right. Well, because your mom. Well, that's why I grew up, you know. Over oh, where? In the hood. In the blacks. Okay. In the blacks. With the blacks. With African Americans. Oh, right. Well, his mom is. Your mom's half. You know, once you go black, you never go back. Isn't that about men? Isn't that women with men? Well, I think that goes both ways. Well, it definitely went that way with me. Or three ways now in 2020. Right. That was a good one. Right. Right. It's 2020. It's the contrast, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Things are different now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. White women are pale. Well. I'm going to get in trouble for that. No, you're good. You won't get in trouble. So here we I'm just goofing around. Not with us. Hell no. I'm just goofing around. I'm just playing. It's all good, man. We love having fun on this show. Yeah. We really do. Yes. And Ten um, kids, huh? Yeah, ten <laughs> kids. Ten He's kids. still in awe. Right? Right. He's like, <laughs> so how old's your youngest? My youngest right now, he is six. Oh. He is grown. You said they're all grown. Well, well, well that's the, 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 the ones that actually matter, they're grown. <laughs> what? That, that, the ones that actually <laughs> matter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you hear that, little baby Jay? I hope your kids not listening, listening no, bro. No, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is uh, right at 30. So what I'm saying is this here. Um... I'm not saying that you guys don't matter, right? All I'm saying is you're not in my pockets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. You know, so congratulations. Yeah. You're not in my pocket. So you, oh, like, my you, you like when they turn 18. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, my son is 28, and he's still in my pocket. Is he right. really? Yeah. You got to wake that brother up. I know. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. 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 The you know, J like, word is Let me get beat. $20. <laughs> Dad, let me borrow. You know? do what Mrs. Sizemore does. She leave a note. The J word ends in B. The W word ends in K. You got to familiarize yourself with that shit, Jack. Wow. Oh, wow. It's called work a job. I yeah. know, right? Yeah. I know, right? That's so, love them to death, though. Yeah, they can't be in my pocket because I don't have no money. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm just happy, you know, that they're grown and I'm almost, you know, I'm, I'm grandpa, so. Yeah. yeah. You're still a young man yourself. Yeah. Right? Well, um, thank you. Oh, you are. Yeah, thank thank you. You. yeah, right, right. Granddaddy so, Jay, I love it. There you go. I'm actually a granddad, too. So. Are you really? Yeah, I am. Oh, Granddaddy T. Right. <laughs> I love it. There's no, there, there, there is no love like a love with your, your child. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's 100%. The, it's, the, it's the most special. Yeah. Until you're it a grandparent, is. I heard. Well, I mean, if you say so. <laughs> I don't know. I, my kids get away with murder that I never did with my parents. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? That's, yeah. Well, that's shit. true. My, my kids bring. I'm, I'm not the type of grandparent that like watch the kids. You know, I give them money and shit. But I beat them. You should be cool with that. I shit. just give them money to go somewhere or something like that. You yeah. know, just leave me alone. No. <laughs> oh, you're him. I don't like you. Right. I got out your face. You have the twenty dollar bill. I'm right. gone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So everybody here, um, I want y'all to know that it was a great, great interview and time talking with Mr. Tom Sizemore. Yes, yes it was. Thank was you so much for coming. Yes. Oh, my, my pleasure. It was yes. a lot really of fun. I really appreciate that. So okay. you guys, um, remember, um, we need to keep our lights on. So just give us a little tip, you know, and you can contact us at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. And you can also make a donation at dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. And you can also... Um, Email us and tell us what you think about Mr. Tom, uh, Tom Sizemore. Tell him how much you love him and everything, you know. And let's wish, wish him major luck on his movies because he's back at it. And, and it's going to be great. No yeah, matter. Go see yeah. Narco, oh, yeah. Narco Sub. Narco and, Sub. Yeah. Monstros and the Ghost. There you, oh, yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. And his soon-to-be Netflix series coming up. Oh, we hope so. Yeah. 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 Give us yeah. good vibes, everybody. Good vibes yep. all around, <laughs> baby. Yes. So y'all have a good night, man, and I hope y'all really, really, really enjoyed the happy show. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, Yes, too. happy yes. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All right. We out. Happy Turkey Day, job turkeys. Look here, guys. If you want a high-quality car for an affordable price, go see Alex Quality Cars, home of the low down payments as low as $500. That's Alex Quality Cars at 4045 Southport, Corpus Christi, Texas. Zip code 78415. The telephone number, 361-452-2507. Once again, that telephone number is 361-452-2507. Brought to you by BSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email help support the urban paranormal podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign dsb media on cash app that's dollar sign dsb media on cash app